Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. What is up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live on a Monday night. We've got a big, big show for you tonight. Uh, we are excited, honored, humbled. I don't know. I don't know how Ryan pulled this one off to welcome in <laughs> Elite Series Pro to start things off. Uh, Matt Robertson, one of the, the hottest names in, on, in professional fishing, period. Definitely one of the biggest personalities, so we know it's going to be fun having him in here to talk with us tonight. Thank you, sir, for taking the time to join us. Oh, I appreciate y'all having me on here. We've... Uh... We've been trying to work this out for a while, I know, man, and uh, busy schedules, so uh, finally got it done. Finally, finally made it. One of the first times I, I saw, I think it was on Bass U, they interviewed you, and I was like, man, this guy right here, if there was a, a square peg in a round hole that needs to come to KBN, it's him. He, he may not fit, may not fit uh, in the limelight, but he definitely fit in right over here, and that's probably, I think, one of the most captivating things about you is you're not polished, you're not coached, you're, <laughs> you're just wide-ass open all the time, and it's hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, you know, the way I look right now, I could probably play Billy Bob Thornton and Bad Santa as a drunk man. I'm a little rough right now, running hard. Mm -hmm. So you were saying earlier, you just got you just got back off Neil Henry. Uh, how, how do you do down there generally on the Coosa River chain? Uh, man, I really like the Coosa River, and I usually do pretty well on it. Um, had some opportunities to do well this time, but a uh, uh, few little fish losses, no big deal, but uh, set, set me back a little bit, finished up uh, 52nd place. Uh, never really was on the fish to, I feel like, uh, you know, jump up there in the top 10, but definitely in the, in the top 48. Uh, man, the Coosa River fishes just like a little river I grew up fishing here. I fished a little Green River probably four or five days a week. And a lot of people credit me for being an offshore fisherman. But, you know, I'm a river river rat through and through, buddy. So I love the Coosa River. All of them. Those, those spots are, uh, there's something else. We fished a Logan Martin tournament down there. And they will freaking jerk a spinnerbait out of your hands. I, I had, a, had a real good time down there pre-fishing for that one. Yeah, man, I've been on Lay Lake, uh, the Alabama River at Prattville, um, Neely Henry, and dude, I love catching those big spots, you know. Um, I probably like Lay Lake and Prattville a little better than Neely Henry. Got a little bigger spot, but yeah, dude, I love, it's, it's an absolute blast. So for the people that don't know you, tell everybody where you're from. You know, kind of, kind of your story, little background on on who Onum is, and and you know, obviously Kentucky Lakes, your stomping grounds. You make quite a name for yourself up there, but give us a little background. Yeah, yeah um, man, I'm, I'm from Western Kentucky, a little town called Central City. Grew up about an hour away from Kentucky Lake, and uh, man, I started fishing tournaments with my grandma whenever I was eleven. And fished with her. First tournament we ever fished, it was uh, 30, uh, like a high, uh, a high of 35 degrees that day. And let me tell you, she was a champ. And uh, out of a little bass tracker. And 
next few years me and my granddad fished together uh turned 16 got my driver's license me and my best friend wendell we uh man he was 11 or he was 12 yeah he was 11 and i was 16 and buddy we started rolling and never looked back and uh yeah man kind of made made a name for myself on kentucky lake uh i mean i don't like talking about myself too much or accomplishments but <laughs> i don't know if there's a big tournament on kentucky lake i haven't won um i think i've won all of them and uh but yeah man uh could have made a living fishing on Kentucky Lake, but all the tournaments left because of the cart. So I was going to say, uh, what's your opinion on that? Kind of thought with the tournaments leaving, we did what? I said that's that's that was one follow-up question. What's, you what's your opinion on the lake now? Oh, it's in good shape right now. Yeah. Uh, Making it's a comeback. fishing really good right now. Um, yeah, last year was really bad. But we had a lot of bait and a lot of little fish at 18 inches. And this year, man, it's really taken off. Like this winter, I could catch 20 keepers in four hours. Um, most tournaments is taking 18 to 23 ounces to win. And weights were down a little bit with the spawn. But, man, it's uh, it's been cracking some weights. Like... Uh, three fish tournament here out of Catal on Barkley. It's taking 13 pounds for 30 fish almost every time. So you can, you can go, you know, go on average on that, that it's fishing really good. Awesome. Yeah. We've got some uh, comments flying in. Uh, number one, Paul Roberts from YouTube. He said, finally a guest, he can understand what they're saying. The nice slow. <laughs> so so he, he appreciates that. Uh, and then a bunch of comments yeah, about you your grandma. But <laughs> they said did he say his grandma fishing tournaments with his grandma there were a lot of comments about your grandma fishing the tournaments yeah. with her yeah grandma man yeah um the uh first tournament we ever fished was out of ken lake on kentucky lake high 35 degrees 20 mile an hour winds and we were in a 16 foot bass tracker with a 45 horse mercury on it and uh man fished all day and about one o'clock caught a two and three quarter pound smallmouth on a rattle trap and dude i thought i was king of the world i thought i was gonna win the tournament and uh <laughs> come in and got my feelings hurt but uh we fished a little club called blake malone bass club it was fun we, we really had a good time and enjoyed it that's awesome, <laughs> that's that's awesome. so what if it, you came on our little podcast here yeah, on it, it was, bass it nation so, so, so you're coming on kayak bass nation yeah. what do you know about kayak fishing matt um i know i'm gonna say a lot of i don't want this to sound the wrong way i think there's a lack of respect for kayak fishermen from the bass boat fishing perspective um but I can tell you that I've seen some of the fishermen that fish in the, I'm like, let's call it the bass boat world, you know? And I've seen them try to go to the kayak tournaments and they get stomped on. I think it's a different style of fishing. I think uh, 
I have respect for guys. Um, I think it's a, it's the same sport with a different set of rules. So I guess you could call it like boxing and UFC, you know, um, you can't just run 30 miles down the lake if you're not catching them in, in kayaking. And I haven't done a whole lot of kayak fishing. Uh, I got an eight foot packing from Walmart. I give like a hundred dollars for it and messed around in that. But that's about it, man. And, uh, yeah, that thing squats pretty good with my big butt in it. Oh, boy. Ryan, which one are we? Are we UFC or boxing? So uh, We're definitely UFC. Kayaking. <laughs> We're definitely USC, man. Uh, yeah. We had we've had Jordan, Jordan Lee came. He he's fished a derby with us on Gunnersville. Uh, he he got uh, he got waxed pretty good. Uh, Ike Nelly came and fished the Susky tournament with us. He, he got clapped up in the streets too. I mean, you know, it's it's a different ball game out here. You take some of the big hitters and throw them in, and, and you wake up real quick. He needs uh, Matt needs to pull it's a fever. It's a totally different style of fish. I forgot about Lefebvre. So Lefebvre, he, he entered a kayak derby, and he pre-fished to have his bass boat all week long and went out and marked all these offshore fish and then went out there in his kayak running around with his motor and busted them, boy. That was slick. Did he catch them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, I Did think he, he caught him, him in front of his own porch. I think he won the tournament in front of his porch. He's the only yeah, pro he, to come over. Yeah, he didn't leave the yard. So, yeah, he sure enough got him. Wow. He sure enough got him. Wow. Impressive. I think uh, maybe uh, his only career win. Some practicals in there and getting a kayak. Yeah. I think Mr. Lambert would like to. I think oh, he God. could hook you up with a boat and get you out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, one of our, one of our buddies, he's, oh, uh, yeah, he's, a Kentucky, sure. he's the Kentucky Lake guy. He said he distinctly remembers fishing a ledge with Bud Stone. He said him and Bud had been out there fishing this spot for like three and a half hours without one single bite. And you pulled up on them and asked if it was okay to fish the end, the very end of the ledge. And Bud was like, yeah, go right ahead. And you said, I just need one more good fish. He said, you dropped the trolling motor, yeah. threw a big swim bait, turned the reel three times, pulled up a five pounder and left. Yeah, man. Um, I pulled up there, and I cannot believe y'all even know about that. Like, I thought I, <laughs> me and two other people is probably the only people that know about that. But I did. It was a Kentucky Bass Nation tournament. And, dude, I'm telling you, it was a long time ago. Like, um, I was still throwing a tsunami swim bait. This was before Delicious and all that, This, you know. And I pulled up to him. And I was like, Bud, I only need a couple. I was like, you mind you mind if I fish here with you? He's like, I've been fishing here for, you know, three hours and all morning. I ain't caught nothing. I said, I said, he said, go ahead. I said, you care if I cast right at your boat? And I literally threw at his boat and hit about five feet from it. He didn't care. I asked him, we buddies. Wasn't no money in it a whole lot, you know, just to make a state team and stuff. And I jerked one out. It jumped probably 15 feet from his boat, a five and a half under. I'm telling you, man. I was like, to throw her in the box. I was like, I appreciate it, man. And I let him have it. And he just he just held up his arms like, yes. Like, you know, <laughs> like, what the heck just happened? So. That's why you're pro, <laughs> yeah, son. Hashtag pro. I cannot believe y'all even know about that. 
Well, thank Jay Wallen for yeah. that story. Jay Wallen provided that to us earlier. Yeah, this is KBN, son. We know everything. Wow, man. I cannot <laughs> believe that. <laughs> Pulled okay, one out AJ, on me there, man. That's crazy. AJ's in the comments saying he's heard this story so many times from different perspectives, so this is great to get it from the horse's mouth. <laughs> oh, so so you you're you yeah, a podcast yeah, too, right? You 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 do the straight cast podcast. Is that correct? Um, Pat's my Pat's my good buddy, and I get on there. Uh, you know, whenever he wants to have me on, he you know, me and Seth and some of the boys will go on there periodically. But yeah, me and Pat's good friends. It's his show. I'm a part of. I'd say I'm a frequent guest a handful of times throughout the year. I got you. And y'all, what's the what's the proper bassin about? Can you tell us? Can you tell us about yeah. the proper bassin pin? Yeah, I can tell you. Um, <laughs> so the proper bassin man show it's called the for the bassin man, and it's about we actually filmed the first episode a couple weeks ago. Um, we wanted to do a fishing show. We wanted to be um unique so basically i don't know if y'all have ever seen the trailer park boys but it's gonna be kind of like the trailer park boys it's gonna be more of a reality show not a reality but more of a documentary style show so like whenever seth and pat here pretty much the camera's gonna be on was on the whole time and then in the next couple episodes it's gonna be too and you're going to get all the behind stuff, you know, um, all the cutting up. You're going to get 100% us all the time. It's it's going to be as much off the water as on the water. And you're going to get, you're pretty much going to get to run with us for a couple of days. Um, doesn't matter. It's uncensored. Everything that happens. It's going to be on there. Nothing's cut. That was the agreement we we made whenever we was going to do this. Is we wanted it to be a hundred percent real, and because uh, we think that's lacking from the fishing world a little bit. And For sure. uh, and they came here, and we went fishing. And I'm gonna tell you, we jacked them. We <laughs> jacked them, and uh, that was fun too, man. But uh, we're I can't. We're trying to. I think I can't remember whose house we're going to next, Seth's or Pat's, but uh, gonna do it in June, and then the next whichever one, the other one right after that, and dude, yeah, it's gonna. I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna be. I can tell you this, it is entertaining. The first episode, uh, there's one episode, kind of two parts. I kind of thought it might be the first and second episode, but whatever, however it works, dude. I'm gonna tell you something. It is entertaining. I can promise you that you're not going to want to miss this. Where where are people going to find that at? Uh, man, right now we have a Roku channel. And so the way we've learned that the way it works whenever you make a show like this, um, the first place we're for sure putting it 
is on the uh, straight. It, it's uh, I can't remember if it's a straight the Roku channel. I think it's under Straycast. Um, on Roku, contemplating YouTube, but the way it works is usually you got to get three episodes, and then you can pitch it to some networks for them to pick up. So I get the three episodes done. It's coming out July fourth, regardless on 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 the Roku channel, possibly YouTube. We don't really want want to do YouTube. Um, trying to kind of break the staple. So on, on the YouTube entertainment, uh, but we're gonna talk to some networks, got some connections, gonna see what we can work out on it. Um, just keep an eye. We're gonna we're gonna unveil everything uh, coming up here in June, because like I said, the episode is gonna come out July July fourth. So this is like the wild and wonderful white West Kentucky. <laughs> that's exactly what it's going to be bud i mean the third, I can't, three I biggest can't wait to see you ever seen in bass fishing like dude i'm telling you like i wish i could tell you some stuff but i can't because there's so much crap that happened <laughs> in the last one um, oh boy <laughs> like I, like i really want to say but i can. can you give us a and give us a nugget one little it, nugget it's super fun and i know everybody's gonna enjoy it um, oh god so when did you come up with uh when did you come up with the on them uh well, awesome? and what's your third what's your third hat that you've got that i'm seeing out there oh the male fly hat yeah, yes, so sir. the whole story behind the autumn is the worst story ever on the planet. Like, people want some extravagant story of this hat. And I got to tell you some, it sucks, the story. It's the worst. And, uh, yeah, you like that, got that California hair still. I lived <laughs> in San Diego till I was 10. I'm a little fat and I still got it. Don't worry. <laughs> I lose about 40 pounds. I go get on the beach to look damn good. But, uh, <laughs> but man, I had a buddy come up here fishing the FLW tour. I had a buddy come up here fishing the FLW tour on uh, on Kentucky Lake, and he was staying at the trailer park. And, and man, I, I was walking around, and I was like, I seen this hat. It was, it was like this with uh, green stitching. And I was like, dang, dude, where'd you get that hat? He's like, oh, we just made it for a gift. I was like, I need one of them. He said, oh, you won't, you won't wear it. I said, dude, I'm telling you right now, you don't know me. I'll wear that damn thing. And uh, and he's like, well, here, if you're going to wear it, take it. And uh, so I wore it, and I won the next six tournaments I fished in it. And so it just kind of <laughs> become a staple. Uh, in the beginning, I had a had a partner selling the hats and kind of bought him out and kind of kind of just ran with it. Uh, we got an awesome hat and and the milf life hat. It's not really it's not really mine. Um, it is, but it's not. You know, Seth was catching them out of milf oil and was hashtagging milf life. And uh, me and him had become friends. I was telling him, I said, dude, I said, what about? the milf life hat you know I said, you know he was like 
Yeah, make it, man. We'll sort it out. And uh, so, yeah, man, started making meal fly pads. So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good thing going, you know, uh, surprisingly. And I'm shocked at, like, I know how many hats have sold and everything, but, and I've shipped them to Canada, Australia, and, man, it's uh, it's honestly an honor whenever I go around and run into people wearing my hat. I mean, that's all I can say about it. Um, so, I'd say they're not wearing it because of me. They're just wearing it because it's cool because, um, like, I'm not really the epitome of cool, but... Uh, yeah, that's a cool hat for fishing. Good fun hat. So we, I heard a story. I heard that your your fishing attire uh, used to consist of pink shorts for a long time. Is there, is there any truth to that as well? Was that was that for good luck or just pure fashion? Pink. Oh yeah, pink shorts. That's what I heard. Yeah, that went out over. They were red, but they were faded pink. It was a good luck. <laughs> yeah, I got hammered for that. That one. They were faded. I had a stand. I probably shouldn't tell this, but I fell asleep. I probably shouldn't tell this, but at one point, I'd fell asleep on the couch. My son had painted my daggum toenails. And the night before and then I got up and went to the tournament and I won and I'm very stupid superstitious. I won you know, I won like five grand and I was like, damn. Now I gotta keep my toenails painted, man. So there's like a two year stint <laughs> where I was fishing with painted toenails, you know. I'm, man. I'm very superstitious and I ain't cutting nothing loose at winning, you know. So you're committed to the no game, shame. buddy. I'm, I know. Got to do what I you got to do. 100% all in. Any like questions it. out there for Matt and the crowd? Uh, I'm trying to get back on some of the comments. We've got we've had some pretty funny comments slide through. Oh, I, here this one's from AJ, Matt. For It's a Kentucky Lake question. Do you think Kentucky Lake will make a comeback? Because that's been a staple in the kayak world. Uh, a lot of people don't realize. It's kind of where all the big tournaments started, and they haven't been back for a while. Yeah, it's coming back. Um, I want to say it's back right now, but I think it's uh, a little delicate. It's fishing really good. I can tell you that we have a lot of bait. Um, I said last year, two years, it would be awesome. I think next year it'll be really good. And I think in two years from now, it'll be back to where I was or better or better than it was in two years. I hope so. Hands down. I know a lot of the local communities and stuff really kind of suffered a big hit uh, when the fishing went down because that, that tourism dollar went a long way in, in a lot of those, you know, kind of backwoods, smaller towns around the lake there. So hopefully that bounces back pretty quick. Yeah, I don't think people understood, you know, um, the impact of the local economy around Kentucky Lake, man. A lot of places have closed. Tackle shops have closed. Um, man, 
it's uh it's been really bad you know fishermen would come down bring their families their families would go out and do some tours it's been detrimental but and even the fishing tournaments come to town man the local tackle shops you know whenever a fishing tournament comes to town they could have monster weeks on you know tournament fishermen and they're just not having that now because you know a lot of the tournaments have left but it's coming back and i hope I really hope the tournaments decide to come back here because the fishery is looking good. And I'm telling you, in two years, you won't have a better lake in the country to be fishing. I mean, that's 100%. Between fast eddies and the slide and ride, I can personally say I spend at least $500 a day uh, on extracurricular activities in Kentucky Lake at, at, at minimum. Dude, I'm to you, man. It's a fine area. <laughs> we appreciate everybody got, watching yeah. tonight. I say, if you can't tell, we got a slight delay in the connection between us and Matt. We're making it work because we're professionals, Ryan. That's right. He's making that Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Fast. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's it's working out just fine. We've, we've got it figured out. We're we're rolling good. It's been it's been a great uh, conversation in the comments. Uh, Matt, one of the questions I think I saw up there, and it's one I have too, is what what do you think's making the lake better over there? Is it controlling the carp, or is the the there's been a few good spawns, or is it a combination of that? So I'm about to ruin everybody's day whenever I tell them that I really don't think the carp was an. I think the carp was somewhat of an issue, but it was wasn't the issue behind the bass population decline so i think because one thing i noticed and i was on the lake as much as anybody um over the past six seven years and one thing i can tell you is i never saw any shad balls um i never saw them out deep even whenever we had a lot of fish i didn't see shad out deep whenever i was idling i didn't see them up in the bays and I think our population decrease was from a lack of bait. And uh, maybe a bad spawn or two possibly. Because, but what I can tell you is when the bait showed back up, the fish population went back up. Uh, I think it was a bait issue we were having more than the carp um, or a combined, you know, more, a whole lot of carp a lot less bait um but i think it was a bait issue and i think that's why the lake's looking good right now is because there's plenty of plenty of forage in it i did see a lot of bait last time we were up there uh but a lot of what we were seeing in the in the backs of the creeks and stuff were just you know tons of carp and i think what some of the biologists were kind of pointing towards was the carp being filter feeders they were filtering out that plankton and therefore the bait didn't have, you know, that plankton to survive on. I think that's kind of what they were saying might've might have factored in on it. But I heard, you know, uh, good good stories of numbers of, of 14 to 16 inch fish indicating that the lake is going to make a comeback. Hopefully the grass on the south end will make a comeback too. I think that affects kind of the sustainability of the lake a lot too, is, is having that grass to support the, uh, the large populations of fish. I'd love to see them on the ledges again, but. I like I like catch them in the grass too. Yeah, you know the grass 
I agree with you. The lake needs grass in it. Any lake with grass in it can sustain a larger population of fish. And, uh, you know, a, a sustained larger population of bait. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is I don't think you're going to see the grass. I don't know how to how they are, but there are more grass carp in this lake than I have ever seen in my life. And now you're keeping that bottom clean. And <laughs> I'm a little skeptical if you'll see the grass again. Um, like there's a massive amounts of grass, like big grass carp that were not in there years ago. Um, eight, ten years ago, they weren't in there. And, but they're in out. Hopefully, the grass comes back. I really, really hope so. Uh, especially on the south end, because then that keeps everybody off the north end where I like to fish. I remember back in the day, everybody run down south to fish the grass, and I, you know, I just loved it. Like, get off this end of the lake, guys. Go down there yeah. and have some fun. So, Little Bear uh, Creek was probably yeah, my favorite really spot for three or four back. years up there. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, we got some more comments coming in. Uh, I think you made a lot of new fans here tonight, Matt. Not that a lot of people didn't already know who you were, but now we've got some new kayakers yeah, figuring awesome, out who. Yeah, awesome, Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, All you got to do is listen to one story from Matt, yeah. and if you're not a fan, then I don't, don't want to be friends with you anymore. One. Yeah, I mean – Fishing needs personalities. Uh, we got a few trying to be that in kayak fishing. We got a few real ones. We got a few wannabe ones. Uh, but I can tell that uh, the real ones, like yeah. Matt, make this make this sport even more fun. And I know I know your uh, your ten cup whiskey sister Christine. Oh, she man, rushed home. Be- she rushed home from Arizona. She was out there fishing some kind of ski tournament or something, uh, <laughs> and she she switched over to wave runner fishing. I think. But uh, she rushed home so she could uh, so she could be be there to listen to this tonight. You know, um, I've been watching Christine for a while. You know, on uh, Instagram and stuff, kind of keeping up with her. And you know, I pay attention to the women fishermen in the world. And I got to tell you, she is for sure, my opinion, the number one badass fishing woman on the planet um i don't think there's another woman out there that even holds a candle to her except for colin martin's wife because uh, she did fish the Bassmaster classic so you can't hold nothing back from that but currently she's the number one man and and i even told her she needs to get a bass boat and give it a whirl i know she did she hot in the opens as a co-angler and came in 12th uh I think it was uh, at Pickwick a week a week or two, Pickwick. and then she come in second uh, the other day on the sea day, and I didn't even know what that was. I was like, I can't. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, nobody really knew what was happening. Even the kayak anglers thought that was weird. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Pretty I awesome. I think there was there was two of them in it, and that other girl beat yeah, um, She did but, real good. Know, <laughs> Oh, jeez. Well, you know. The- Dude, I'm telling you, she's like, like, you know. The real deal. The truth. 
Yeah, uh, we're we're well aware of that. I think everybody watching this and everybody uh, on here tonight has probably had some money that's been donated uh, on that end of things. She definitely has made a name, made a name for herself catching fish. Well, uh, with that said, yeah, Steve Fields just said you need to be a regular guest. Steve just said you need to be a regular guest, Matt. With once we get you a better internet, I need connection. to be a what? A regular guest. Once we get you a better net, oh, better yeah, internet connection than a kayak. <laughs> uh, but waiting in the wings, we do have a couple of kayak anglers. Yeah, and we want to get them in I here and talk really to them. Got pretty good anglers. You're more than welcome back with us at any yeah. time. At any time. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, uh, fellas. Yeah. And do you want to hang around with these kayak guys when they come in and talk about their last tournament, or are you going to bounce out on us? You're more than welcome to jump off if you need to, bub. Um, man, how bad that's the delay? I don't want to mess up with the delay, you know? Uh, it's not too bad. We can, we can work around it. Uh, we'll bring these guys in here and just visit with them. And if you feel like you need to slide out, that's fine, too, sir. We appreciate you taking the time. It's, it's been a fun interview. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's bring in our other guest tonight. We got Mike Dent, who just won the All American Series on Lake of the Ozarks, and then uh, we've got Vinny from out at Queen City, going to talk a little bit about his club and what's coming up with the Hobie BLS out there. So let's bring these boys in. All right, fellas. Thank you for joining us tonight. And Matt's going to stick around. And uh, maybe glean a little information about kayak fishing from me. So thank you guys. Thanks for having us, yes, sir. So Mike, we'll start with you. You're the big winner for the weekend, man. You're the big winner from the weekend. Lake of the Ozarks, party lake, crazy lake this time of year. So uh, tell us a little bit about what went down up there. Uh, I went in there with a with a good plan. And, you know, I fished that lake my whole life with my defense there. So I just wanted to concentrate on some boat docks and uh, get behind them as best I could and got on a Cinco bite and, and it just stayed with me all day and then went to the jig. It's, it's pretty simple. <laughs> pretty simple and straightforward, man. Uh, have you fished more of the All-American events and that just, just that one or is that your first one out the gate? This That was my... That was my that was my first one. That was my okay. first one ever. So you come come in strong right off the right off the, the get go. Uh, what do you think about the show Josh and those guys put on there? Well, I think we've got a I think we've got a worse delay with Mike than we had with Matt, Ryan. Oh, are, they do a fantastic job out there. He's really a really a great tournament director. He everything goes like it should and he just puts it up. I'm going to get him to reconnect. Let's talk to Vinny for a minute. Oh, Vinny. Let's try Vinny. What up, lunch money? Come on, you got this. I think I'm connected well. You tell me. How does it sound? Oh, yeah, you, you're smooth as silk, man, like butter. Usually, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, man, give us a little sneak peek into what's coming up at Hartwell. What, what can the anglers coming over expect from the tournament uh, and then what Queen City's going to offer for us for the folks man, on the trip? I, so as far as uh fishing i think the fishing is going to be great i think there's going to be a lot of fish caught i can't speak for size you know that heartwell can be 
it's got a nickname Hurtwell, right? Because you just never know. You might go in there and catch 50, 15 inches and never see something big. But I do think there's going to be a ton of fish caught, a ton of limits. And uh, I'm, I'm expecting some big fields in both events. So the judges will stay busy. And, the, and you said the Is fish someone right from now? Queen City going to win this time? Do you think? Well, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put anyone out there, but we do have a few hammers local to the area. You know, we do fish Hartwell every year. This is the third year we're going there, but it's not really home water. It's a solid two and a half, three hours for everybody. So it's kind of one of those pretty even field across the board, except for maybe uh, I'll put I'll put a name out there, Mr. Lowell. Lowell is home Lake Hartwell. He is the title sponsor of our event with Air One. Lowell took our guaranteed 1200 last year and the beautiful plaque. And uh, he had a pretty big bag. I think he had like 73 inches or something. And for those of you who don't know, Queen City's a four fish limit. So pretty solid day out on Hartwell. Um, I do think he will be somebody to be reckoned with. What do you think about uh, Joseph Randall? You think he's going to wreck shop out there? I don't know. We'll see if that Sanko bite is on fire, like he was just saying. <laughs> I, don't know, man. Damn, I don't know what kind of work Joey's put in. I'm not sure if he's gone down there yet. Um, you know what, though? Joey's a good time, even if he skunks, right? He's out there running his mouth, kind of like somebody up in the top right corner of my screen. And uh, oh. he'll get out there and he'll throw some baits around. You coming down, lunch money? I haven't seen your name on my side. <laughs> hey, my name's on the list, son. You better know I'm going to back it up. That's the difference between me and Joey Randall. You on my list? I don't know if you're on my list. I don't take y'all's little side money anyway. I'm at that big check, boy. <laughs> Two grand, homeboy. Come get it. I'll sign up tonight. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hi, fellas. Matt, Matt, do you have a lot of experience but, uh, on uh, Hartwell? You got any stories to tell on Hartwell? Hey, uh, Matt, Matt chimed in and said he's losing connection pretty bad, so I think he's going to step away. Matt, we uh, thank you so I, much for I, taking the time, man. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it, fellas. Not a bone. All right. Man, that was too that was too rolling. cool of him. That was too cool right. of him to take the time, wasn't it? I'm glad he did. I, I thought so I watched his Iconelli podcast. I thought his internet was a little slow bit, but I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't I wasn't too sure. Turned out it really was, so confirmed. Yeah, you know what's funny is now yours is much clearer. I don't know if he. Yeah, was you're cracking up pretty good there too, lunch money. So I don't Perfect. know if he, uh, him leaving, cleared yours up or what. I don't know that Kentucky oh, infection. Uh, so Vinny, everybody sees that banner behind you there. I don't know yeah, if, man. if anyone's involved in kayak fishing, tournament fishing for any amount of time, they got to know about Queen City and its rep out there on the East Coast. But uh, for those that don't know, tell people a little bit about what you guys got going on. You guys are one of the biggest, baddest clubs in the country for sure. Well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we're in our seventh year now. Uh, we've progressively gotten bigger every year. Uh, we're pretty big. We averaged 93 anglers a month last year. Uh, this year we're sitting at about, I think it's about 119 right now. We had a monsoon come through our last event and kind of lower our numbers a little bit, but we were averaging about 125, 130 before that. So we're sitting in the 120s, um, expecting a pretty big turnout here at Hartwell. Hoping to push that 200 number, get a lot of double dippers. Um, we have guaranteed money every month. We offer a big bass and a small bass pot. We offer something that I think Ryan would love if he was local here, pretty much a, a shit-talking side pot. We call it the elite pot. But it's essentially a high dollar, $75. If you run your mouth, you better jump in here and win it kind of side pot. And uh, that's kind of taken off this year. There's 
a group of 10 to 15 guys like myself who like to run their mouth and, and fish for a little bit of extra money. So that's been paying out about $700 extra a month. So we're five events in this season and we've paid out close to $40,000 already, which awesome. for grassroots and, you know, a little hometown club, in my opinion, is pretty good. So these guys back here, I hope it looks good on your end. It took me it's hitting the ceiling so I can get the base on it. It's, it's huge. It's 10 feet tall. So these guys back here are the reason we are what we are. So if you see a logo up there and you want to support locally here in the Carolinas or on the East Coast, these are the guys you got to support, man. They help awesome. us out a lot. That's unreal, man. I know uh, some of my buddies here that have – the club I founded back in – it's been years ago now, Natural State Kayak Anglers. Kayak Anglers, I've kind of given that over to some other fellows that are doing a good job with it. I know Kyle Long and some others, I think, have reached out to you for advice on how you guys do things out there. Uh, you guys are setting a really good standard. Yeah, thank you. I've helped multiple directors here and there. You know, I always try to go about that lightly. I don't want to step on anybody's toes and say, hey, this is the way it should be done. This is why other clubs don't get it done the right way. But I think we have a pretty good formula. I think AJ has a great formula. And at the end of the day, it's all about the angler, right? If if you're making the if you're making what you're making for the angler, I think you're going to be successful. And I think anybody who's fished with us would know that we are angler first. And uh, I tell everybody all the time, I'm just the face that everybody sees, but it's not my club, it's their club. Without them, there is no Queen City. So, But it's been a fun ride, and I don't plan on going anywhere. I have big expansion plans moving into next year, and I'm going to give some big-time companies an opportunity to make us as big as we can get. So we'll see what happens, but it's been a fun ride. Yeah. Jeff, uh, I think Josh Evans has a question. Can you throw that up there? Yeah, throw that for, there. for folks that aren't too familiar with Queen City, <laughs> so I'm sitting in the waiting room and he's talking about his his pink shorts and his faded red and he's got this really heavy accent and I'm like, man, do they even know who's about to come in? Um, no, spandex are not required, but if you're a head case like most of us and you don't want to put suntan lotion on because you think it scares the fish, then yeah, I rock some Under Armour leggings every event and uh, keeps me protected and I love beating you in purple and pink pants and whoever it when is. Y'all, I mean, when y'all just... all came down to uh, Gunnersville, I think every Queen City dude had tights on. I was like, oh, shit, that's a uniform right there. And then Nick won it. Then one trick Nick won the damn tournament. One like, trick oh, Nick can't even limit right now. Boy. Damn. Yeah, we, we definitely rock the leggings. Um, I am pretty bright. I'm, I would like to think I'm a pretty big personality. Uh, I like to joke and have a good time and we all give good jabs down here, but um, we rock purple and teal and pink a lot. Those are the club colors. If you couldn't tell by everything that's on in the picture, um, you know, we started with the, uh, the Hornets colors, right? And then we kind of, we do a breast cancer thing every, well, we, we did a breast cancer event every year. So we kind of stole the pink from that and we use pink in everything we do as well. We do ladies events. We do co-ed events. We do, um, an Emeralds charity event every year. So, yeah, we, we are colorful and bright and loud, and we give lunch when he loves something. Joey said, y'all don't all subscribe to the leggings here. Joey wears thongs. Joey ain't wearing <laughs> leggings. He ain't worried about that. Thongs and crops. I want to know how you know that. That's what I want to know. I saw him at the ramp. Shoot. I was like, golly, <laughs> what was that? We just, had Mike, we, we, we just had Mike back, and then he disappeared again. Mike, he's, he's toying with our hearts tonight. Yeah. Oh, man, he said his power went out and his Wi-Fi isn't working. It keeps booting him. Damn. 
We'll, Mike, we'll get you back. We'll get you back. We'll, we'll do a, we'll do a press secretary. We'll circle back to you at some point. Yeah. <laughs> circle back to you on that one. Hang on. We'll circle back. Yeah. We'll keep going. We'll keep rolling with Vinny. Your connection is strong. I'm here, baby. Vinny's very connected. I like it. <laughs> Vinny, if I get there, if I get to the tournament and there's no gas to get back home, can I stay with somebody? What are we what are we trying to get going here? Somebody I heard that um I heard we're all staying with AJ if there's no gas. I think I think I'm blaming everything on AJ. The last time AJ okay. came to Carolina, coronavirus hit. Literally the day he got to Carolina. I remember. And remember. literally North Carolina just got put under a state of emergency for no gas. And it's AJ weekend. Again. Did they so really? Blaming, no kidding? I'm blaming everything on AJ. I take pipeline. no response. Did they really get the put pipeline. under a state of emergency? Yeah. North Carolina's under a state of emergency right now. Now, I technically, I'm in South. I live in South Carolina, but I just got a message actually from Joey. Look at, there's his eyes. Um, <laughs> that we, North Carolina is under a state of emergency. So wow. it's going to be, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not, I, I'm not going to address it because there's nothing I can do. You're either going to have gas and come to the tournament or you're going to ask me for a re refund on Friday night. You're right. It, it's, you know. Well, I asked AJ earlier at 6.47 p.m., I was in our group chat, I said, AJ, what happens if I can't get enough gas to get to Hartwell? And he said, finally give everybody else a chance. So AJ's looking out for y'all, Queen City boys. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do last time with us when you came up here to Fish Norman? What'd you get, second? Fourth? No, it was fourth. third or fourth. Yeah, yeah I know you're I think right. the, Matter of fact, isn't Norman where you got your TOC spot last year? Yeah, yeah. And then ended up winning yep, that because Kurt Smith, because Kurt Smith's uh, – had already qualified, so yep. I got uh, I got that third spot. Thank goodness, didn't I, I didn't have that. to fish anymore for the rest of the year. <laughs> you, should, you should have worn the Queen City colors since that's no, he qualified. didn't go in the Queen City pot. He was scared of the. I didn't pot. get in the Queen oh. City pot. Oh, that was the dumbest man. shit. Me and Shane, him and Shane, me, me and Shane both skipped out on the Queen City pot. We both would have cashed checks. I was like, man, that's the last time I'm not kicking puppies. I'm getting right in that Queen City pot this time. We, uh, we did some math today. This morning we had 33, 33 QC members in the Hobie and 25 Hobie guys or not Queen City members double dipping in the Queen City pod. Numbers have gone up a little bit, but I've been working and coaching all night. So we're sitting at 91, I believe, right now on the Queen City side. I think it's 109 on the Hobie side. So I'm it's going to be a fun going to be a fun weekend. Yeah, your boy just signed up tonight. Jordan signed up. So he's getting, he's, he's, getting a perm. he's getting a mullet perm. Don't worry. About I heard it, he's know. getting a perm. He needs to get out and get what? some spikes. Though. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Put him on that jail, Vinny. Line him up. <laughs> how, how, that'd be pretty dope. If he go blonde spikes on top with the perm in the back. Like the boss, <laughs> the boss. And then hair. wins it. And then wins it. Yeah. No yeah, hat. Just that, roll with the hair. He'll up with a haircut. <laughs> when you getting in town, lunch money. Uh, to, I'm heading out tomorrow night if I can find enough can uh, get petroleum gas, yeah. to get me there, man. I, I, I filled my truck up the other day, so it should be good. Hey. I don't know if I'll get back, but I'll get there. Yeah. For real, there's been talk of that going on all summer. Y'all think that'll really impact tournaments all summer long? I don't know. I, mean, I, don't I, mean, know. I we kind of back ourselves into a corner being stupid, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> be good well, nothing we trails. can do. We'll see. No, ain't nothing you can do. Ride a bicycle. I guess that Phoenix, that Phoenix gonna sit in the garage all summer. I got it, thinking I was gonna get out and play on the ledges, but uh, if they ain't gas to buy, I guess it'll be uh, trolling motor only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. We got so, we're gonna comments. we're gonna get in town Tuesday night, and uh, the the Z Man guys they're coming up. Uh, the marketing director and I think a camera crew, and we're gonna get out. And uh, me and Christine and Jody Queen are gonna get out and shoot some content. Hopefully Wednesday, if the weather Wait. permits. But we're gonna throw away a day of pre fishing on that. Sweet. It'll be fun. You catch a bunch of fish. Uh-oh, Joey. Joey's saying Saturday mail is my pick. And personally, Definitely. that would be that would be a, a contender on my short list as well. I like I like Saturday. That's a good dude. Saturday is a Hartwell hammer. I got a big check behind that banner from Hartwell from, I think, four years ago. Uh, me, Lowell, Saturday, we all went down there and, and made some money on a sponsor tournament down there at Grady's. You guys know Grady's Outdoors. But, uh, yeah, Saturday is a Hartwell hammer. He will be a threat, absolutely. I absolutely. like Saturday because he talks slow like me. <laughs> I feel like we've known each other forever as soon as he opens his mouth. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. It'll be a fun weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, we're supposed to get in town a little bit earlier. Uh, my, my daughter's playing softball. We're in the playoffs, and we won tonight. So we uh, go into the semis on Wednesday, and then if we win there, we have a championship on Thursday. So pushed my arrival back, but I will be fishing Friday trying to get on. What do you think it's going to take to win it? If you, if you had to guess just blind since you hadn't been on the lake. Uh, no, I went out this weekend. I fished both days this weekend. What did um, you catch this weekend? Caught a bunch of spotted bass. A bunch? Long ones or short ones? Caught a few long, few long ones. Few long ones. All right. Okay. What's your prediction? Um, I think it's going to take in the Queen City side four fish. I'm going to go ahead and say 74, 74, maybe 75, right. somewhere right. in that range. Um, Hobie side, I'm going to go. I'm going to say 170s, somewhere in the 170s. I don't think we're going to okay. push that. I, you know. With the who I don't know what the rain is going to do. The rain may help, but we'll see. If people can find some big old postponed largemouth, I think that's going to be a serious game changer. Um, I, 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 I will agree. I think the largemouth, if you can find the largemouth, that would be obviously be the ticket. But from from my you know minimal knowledge of fishing. I think the largemouth are going to be a lot more spread. I think you have to cover a whole lot more water to bump into a few groups of largemouth instead of just a freaking massive school of spots where you'll have to sit and weed through 14-inch fish for three hours. <laughs> and that's and that's what was going on this weekend, right? I told you I caught a bunch of fish. So usually you can sit in a place and catch 20, 30 spots, and by the time you're all said and done, you have 68 inches, and you look at yourself like, what did I just do? I just wasted five hours. But you never know when that that 20 comes up and hits in the middle of a 14 inch school you know it makes that's what happened to me on lake wiley two weeks ago i was catching 15s and 16s all day and i stuck a 19 and and that was the difference so, i mean the big ones are in there like they're in they're there. in there the big ones don't leave there. they don't just go hang out you know on the other end of the lake but like you said you got to figure out how long can you sit on a spot and accept the fact that maybe there there aren't the size fish in that school that you're looking for for me if fish are biting if it's white bass it's drum i have a real hard time going anywhere else because i'm catching fish i don't really care what they are so in yeah. my little tiny brain i'm like why are you leaving you're sitting here you're catching fish why are you going anywhere that's that's where spotted bass get me screwed up because i i just like catching them man i had an angler call me after lake wiley lake wiley 
our home. That is our really our home. That's that's where we started here at Queen City. Um, we had I think it was like 57 limits and like 20. If you if you had 60 inches with four 15s in our club, you ended up in like 30th place, which is insane. And um, I had an angler call me. He's like, "What do I do?" I was catching 14s and 15s all day, and I said, "Man, I don't know what to tell you. The old school rule is you don't leave fish to find fish, right?" But at, at some point when you're fishing for money and you know you need that bigger bite, sometimes you have to make that move. And uh, I just kept circulating on main lake points on Lake Wiley and, and finally ran into that 19. And that was literally the, the, the difference, one lucky bite between going home with nothing, going home with $1,200. Is Lake Wiley Fillmore's lake? Is that where they have a statue of Adam Fillmore? Naked? Yep, there's two statues, one on each bridge. Um, <laughs> that is... One of them is him in a kayak, and one of them is him in a bass boat, like all jacked up. Though the seats are ripped, and the motor doesn't run, the batteries are dead. Yeah, that's that's home for Adam. I didn't see his name come across the board yet either. Actually, the last time I saw Adam was at a very questionable establishment in Mooresville, North Carolina, and we had a blast. So I hope he. Goes I may have heard it. a little bit about that. I hope he comes through at Artwell because I would love to do a part two. Well, his teammate has signed up, so Jeff, if you don't mind, I'll just plug the club a little bit more. Um, yeah, go for it, buddy. Neogenics is our team sponsor, so we offer up a team division, and we try to build some camaraderie with that. You know, I, I've had this conversation with anglers. Kayak fishing is a lonely sport. I mean, it really is. Like, I went out an entire weekend this weekend and literally hoped to not see anyone on the lake. I didn't want to see anyone to see what I was throwing, anyone to see where I was throwing it, what the pattern may or may not have been. But at the same time, it's like, damn, I just went 48 hours on the water without talking to anyone. So, like, you just, I don't know, I struggle with that sometimes. And I'm like, man, if I just had, you know, if we had a teammate. So we brought back the team division. So the team division runs in the big tournament, but we count your best two fish from each angler. Um, you win a little bit of money each month, and you win a plaque each month. But the big money is if you qualify for the team tournament of champions, which happens at the end of the year intertwined with our regular tournament of champions. But new guys to the club and new guys to the sport absolutely love the team division. So I'm glad we brought it back. We got 18 teams running in it this year. So they'll be out on Hartwell paired up as well. I like Jeff, that, man. Do you, do you do a lot of team fishing, Jeff? You talking about like Bluetooth team fishing or like legit team fishing? Well, uh, I mean just like actual like legal. Be team careful, fishing. Jeff. I told you. No. So, I know. So, so we don't have we don't have uh, a team division here. Uh, in the kayak side of things. I know the guys up in Missouri have it. When I started bass fishing, I was going to say, most people's entry level to bass fishing, if they're getting into bass tournaments, is some sort of team tournament. And that's how I started fishing, was in bass team tournaments. So it makes sense that it would come into the kayak world. My, uh, my, first, my first kayak tournament was a team tournament, a blind really? draw team. Everybody shows up at the ramp that morning, you yep. throw all the names in the hat, and uh, that was my first ever, ever kayak derby. But uh, a little bombshell for the Tennessee crew we do a charity tournament every year uh, for, the, for the Tennessee organization, CAST. And this year, I have pulled a man out of retirement. A.J. McWhorter is my partner on Team Thick Sticks. T-H-I-C-C, Team Thick Sticks. We are bringing it in the Tennessee CAST team tournament. I put you on alert. Be ready. You're about to donate. So sign up. Was this random draw or was this two? No, party? this was purposeful. This was a, a targeted attack on the state of Tennessee. This was this was. <laughs> so does AJ, does AJ have a nickname now to go with yours, or is just we're about to we're up. about to get him one. And if if this Sea Dew tournament stuff takes off, 
if they start doing team tournaments, me and Conrad, we're going to jump on a sea oh. drive. He's going to face me, and we're going to get out there and go at Yeah, we're going to get out there and go after some, man. We could get on that sea stuff. My That's God. crazy. I saw her post pictures. I was like, what? What did I miss here? What did I miss? I don't. I didn't know what. Ha- now, I don't. I don't follow much. I can't. I just don't have the time. So I'm very focused on what I do. And and I see her posting jet ski pictures, and I was like, "What the hell did I miss?" But yeah. so so this chick BA fishing. Uh, I think she's who invited her out. She does a lot of sea do fishing and spear fishing and a lot of stuff in Florida. So she's she's down on the coast and she runs around on sea do you know, catching, catching salty fishes and stuff, which I can definitely see the application of a wave runner in, in the ocean to go out and fish and whatnot. On lakes, I can't think of one thing I hate to see more than a damn jet ski on tournament day, other than a wakeboard boat coming directly at me. But still, oh, you're going to see those, both those this week. Those are pretty much equal, uh, equal parts. So I'm hoping it rains a little bit. I'm hoping to keep them in the house. Man, I'd That's be happy if it poured all weekend. I'm not even going to lie about it. Yeah, that's why I was hoping we could keep Mike on here because they just had that big tournament for the All American Series at Lake of the Ozarks. If you guys are familiar with Lake of the Ozarks, it is known for the giant cigarette boats, jet skis, uh, unbelievable uh, party lake, dangerous lake, but great fishery too. And they just had that tournament a little late in the year, so I wanted to know how much of that he had to deal with. But alas, the benefit I crapped out. I don't know how big Ozarks are. Hartwell's tremendous. So like I was out there Saturday. And I launched in the dark both days, and uh, there was BFL going on, and I hardly saw any boats. Now, I could have just been on the wrong end of the lake, but um, the lake is so big, you really, it's not going to feel crowded. In what my did opinion. it take to win that BFL, Vinny? I'm not sure, but I know, like, it was a decent first place bag, and then everything else was 10, 9, 8 pounds. I was going to say, I know, like, I think it was, like, maybe 15 pounds or so that got third. I thought I it was 17 or something that oh, might have got third. Jeff, are you looking it up? I'm trying. Trying to get to it. Katie, back up. Katie, Katie will post it up before Jeff can get his old fingers to work. I'm sure that'll happen. Easy now. Yeah, I don't know what the winning weight was. But there were, like, three tournaments going on Saturday, and I hardly saw any boats. Really? I think it'll be – I think it'll be fun – You'll catch a lot of fish. AJ's going to judge 1,200, 1,400 fish this weekend. Um, my judges, Brad and Mary, are going to judge 1,000 of them on Saturday. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Boy, I got um, a perfect vision. I can't see that. There you go, go 17 pounds. 17, 17 but what seven. what about after that? Zoom in. Zoom in. Help. Now you're pushing me. Tell me 15 pounds got third, and I'll be right on everything. All right, so 17, 15, 14, 13. So, I mean. 14 got third. I got you. All right. 14 so pounds, this, we're talking, yeah, I mean, stacked. Just those stacked. are 17 and a half, right? 18 inches. So, so this is pretty typical for the Carolinas, just, just a bunch of little-ass fish. Well, this is the second time. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this is the second time you've come, but it's it's essentially the same type of fishery. you got a clear water, predominantly spotted bass lake. You know, if you come to the Carolinas and we go to, say, Santee, you know, you're going to catch – we'll catch 25 pounds of large mount. So mm. it's just, yes, you're coming to a different Carolina, but essentially you're coming to just a bigger version of Lake Norman. But so, like I, I said, bring my, can I bring my chatterbaits. I don't have, I, I'm not planning on catching aggressive fish out there. Can I bring my chatterbaits? I'm going to catch some big fish. The water was, pro- I had probably nine foot visibility. Um, Whoa. 
You Ooh. throwing your chatterbait nine foot visibility? Yes, I don't give a shit. I'll stealth. throw it in. I'll throw, <laughs> I'll throw it two hundred foot of visibility. If they can see it further, that means they'll come eat it. They love chatterbait. That's a great theory. <laughs> That's it. No, but I mean, it was crystal clear. But like I said, it's gonna pour. It's supposed to pour all week, so yeah, it won't completely it won't mud up i mean it'll be stained but uh you can find some dirty water if that's what you're looking for i like it i like it man i like it so it'll be fun to follow i i, I need to know Vinny, and, and i know you know we were I'm we were native brothers and, we were. And, and i and i left and you did i let you in in the caring hands of mr hoover as a face of native and now he's in a hobie <laughs> what the hell yeah, <laughs> Yeah, well, he Jeff followed said, your ass. Jeff said no KBM questions. This ain't got nothing to do with KBM, dog. All right, just making sure. I don't like being an idiot live and blasting people. So, but uh, <laughs> hey, you know what um, show you came on, right? I know. We're good. We're good. To. We're gonna be good to you, to. Benny. No, I don't care, man. Ryan, these people who don't know who I am, I was one of the first few here, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. One of the first like thirty people on this page. I just don't post on this page because I don't have time to deal with the rabbit hole that it goes down. But <laughs> I've been here smart. since it was a fun page, and since it started for the right reasons. And I'll just leave it at that. But um, you know what's funny? I'm so blocked. I didn't even know he was in a hobie, but I'm so glad <laughs> that he's in a hobie with you now. Ah! Now what? Now what? Now what do you do? I saw you rocking some old town stuff. What were you in? in- Hey, I had a I had a message from a prominent Hobie insider. He's like, "Hey, I don't want you to think he's anyhow affiliated." <laughs> affiliated <laughs> with us. So, therefore, I haven't melted all of them out in the yard. I'm still gonna keep on kicking that resistance around. I like. Listen, it. man, I, I've been with Native a long time. Native takes care of me. I mean, you know, we were there together for a long time. I know, man. They're, they're good people. They're good people. You know, I'm still rocking hometown. You know, they're built right here, two hours from where I live. And if I got to call Woody, I know I can call Woody. And so I'm happy the boat takes care of me. I, you know, I, I try to help my anglers who are complaining about the, the usual stuff you guys all make fun of me for. So. The usual stuff. <laughs> but I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. Nobody's perfect. My angler of the year is sitting on a broken drive right now, and it's not a native drive. So, hey, it happens, man. It happens. I give Jeff, I give Jeff plenty of hell too on the old town side. That's I break right. stuff yeah. on. I break stuff on every boat I'm in. I don't really care what it is. I'm, I'm uh, pretty much gonna tear yeah. it up. So, it's stuff. Moving stuff breaks. I mean, that's just what it is, man. You know, we can all get on here and bash each other and and joke. And I, I know most of it, I, I really believe is joking. But moving stuff breaks, and and. It is what it is. Buy a new boat, have a warranty, have a relationship with your retail. If you don't fish hard, your boat will probably last forever. If you actually yeah. get out and use it, you're going to tear some stuff up. And I want I mean, everybody to know that. No matter what brand you're in, no matter who we bag on, your boat is going to break because you use it. If you don't break it, you're not using it hard enough. So fish harder. Yeah, yeah fish harder. I mean, I hit, I hit six ramps this weekend. I was in and out of the water, dragging that max around and flying from ramp to ramp and I don't travel hardly as much as you do, but I've been around a little bit the last couple of years, and uh, you fish hard, stuff breaks. You can't say it any different than that. I like it. So I, I like think, it. I think you said it best, Vinny. Uh, we give each other hell out of fun. The uh, since you're an OG to the page, you know that uh, you know it, it's it's had its ups and downs, but uh, but overall, everybody 
kind of gets it now, and I think they understand what it's there for. And, and oh, I love when the guys show up and they they make their "I'm leaving, I can't handle it" post. Like, are you fucking kidding? Excuse me, I keep cursing, but I, I we're okay. I can curse on this channel, right? This isn't regulated uh, no, by the sorry, uh, they just FCC they just or anything. You're good. Just I'm just like, I mean, dude, like, we don't need your departing post, and we damn sure don't need your departing post on KBN. Like, did you not know what you were getting into? So they're, I just laughed. They're all back now anyway, so it's fine. Yep. I get screenshots from, like, Joey, for example. He'll send me a screenshot. I'm like, dude, I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. I don't have the time. Joey. God, I can't wait to see y'all. I, for real, I really cannot wait to see y'all. I wish we well, lived closer so we got to fish together more. I really do. Well, no, you – yeah, I don't care to come back to Knoxville anytime soon. I got my teeth kicked in twice. And let me tell you, man, I, I know it's the same old story. The only but city I want to fish again. I know. That's why I don't want to go there anymore. Any Damn, area. man. The shootout, I found fish. Dude, I was on fish for the shootout, and they dropped Teleco, and it just destroyed me. And then what was this Arctic blast we fished in, in February? I, oh, my God. <laughs> That was brutal. Everything broke the second morning. You want to talk about broke? I was on the rocks in ripping current in 14 degrees, and I gutted my whole rudder system and had to fix it. Everything was only frozen. The th only thing that broke the second morning was my liver, but I was still the first one at the ramp. <laughs> still the first musky, one. I man. I was like, whatever. I was hyped but, up the second morning because I thought five fish were going to be there. I didn't know. I didn't know I was going to need a kicker, man. I thought if I caught five, I was going to win the whole thing. And then I sat there and watched that, watched that Ewing kid who is fishing Hartwell, and he is a hammer. So I'm going to go ahead. Here first. I'm going to go ahead and put Edwin up there in the top five. Ewing Miner. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put him in the top five. Let's is go. he signed up? Sure. He is signed up. He's staying with us, boy. I'm about, to, I'm about to grow him up. He's a little college kid. He is staying with us this week. He's going to be a grown uh, man when he walks out uh, of South Carolina. Poor kid. Yeah, you're going to ruin him. <laughs> He's got a neck tattoo of Jim Clark's face. Well, now about I hope he does win. So we can, I hope he does win so we can have him on next Monday to interview him about the house more than the tournament. <laughs> uh, Listen, I'll uh, be no, going out no there throwing some baits. No yeah. stories leave the house. Man, I'm sure sorry that Mike didn't get to stick on with us, but it's been a fun night anyway. Uh, you know, Matt had his connection issues, but he was hilarious. And, and Vinny, you've been great, man. I appreciate it. It's been long overdue to get you on here, to be honest. Man, I'm always down. You guys ever need a face to come chit-chat, just let me know. Appreciate I'd like to get on here as an angler one day when I have a, a big national check. It hasn't maybe, happened. Maybe next week. Come on, boy. Maybe next come week. Come on. Plenty of wins locally, but I got to get out there and take Lambert's money on the on the road. We'll see. One day. Let's go. One day. One day. Are you, I'll be up at the Susky too. And then I'm, I'm coming Susky. back to your town again. And when, when are we going to Pickwick? I'll be at Pickwick as well. September. I don't know when it is, but September. I'll be there. I, I, need, I need to. I, I, don't, I don't know what else I got, but I like catching smallmouth. I'm going to try to go get pretty hard on the Susky. I'm going to go real hard on Pickwick. Uh, I got to get some AOI points, man. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't know a lot about these spotted bass, except they like to eat everything. So I just want to try to get close enough to them to uh, – That's kind of where I'm at. And then Susky's a big bucket list for me. So I told my travel crew, I said, book the house for a week. I don't even – the tournament is a bonus. I said, I don't even care if what happens on tournament weekend. I'm fishing all week, and I'm sticking every fish that bites all week. So those I just fish are they are I had a blast up there, man. They're they're very aggressive, super strong, river fish, 
Uh, it's it's a great fishery. It's beautiful. It is it is probably probably the prettiest place I've ever fished is the Susky for sure. Do I need to bring the XC or am I bringing the Max or am I bringing both? XC, I'll leave that Max at home. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. I, my, I left the drive in that 360 the whole time and it had literally like half inch gashes like into the the bulk of the drive. I just yeah, I I'll, beat it up. About I'll just paddle them. All of it. Yeah, I'd, I'd do that. Yeah. Good deal. Good stuff, man. We appreciate everybody hanging in there with us tonight. Uh, anything else you want to get out before we go, Ryan? Nah, man, I'm good. I can't, can't pack up and uh, and hopefully uh, siphon enough gas on my way to Hartwell to uh, yeah. to get out there and have a good time. I can't wait to watch it. Wish I was going to be out there with you guys. Um, thanks, everyone, that watched on Facebook and YouTube and everyone that's going to be listening to this later on iTunes and all the, the pod, audio podcasts. We appreciate you all. And, Vinny, thanks for, thanks for making it fun, man. Thanks for hanging Thanks out. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Good solid, you, solid, solid Wi-Fi can't, connection. Can't wait and, and... to see you guys. Heck yeah. All right. So Josh uh, Evans, before we get off here, bring the boom juice. If you don't know what it is, come to the house and learn. But uh, we're going to have a good time down there in Harvard. Let me just drop one last thing, if you guys don't mind. Yeah, Do go it. for it. Guys, jump into Queen City, complete side pot action. You don't have to have any love for the Carolinas. You can do everything you're going to do in the Hobie event and double submit your fish. And if we hit 200, we'll be paying over two grand for first with 22 spots paid out. We pay out 10% plus two. So obviously a guaranteed 1,200 for first, but we'll be way over that by the time it's all said and done. Tourney X is set up to double submit. It'll take no extra work on your part. We'll get that money. There you go. Hey, Katie awesome. Baca, our, our public relations person, dropped all those links in the comments already. So they're already awesome. in there for you. So just click in there and then get in the, the uh, Queen City event. Thank you, boys. All right, See you boys. guys there. Thank We're you. We're going. Good luck, everybody.